Hi, one of the original strong boys here, Anthony Boyle. You hear about us during the podcast. Thanks so much for choosing to listen to Before the Lights. Before we get going, just a heads up that this show contains adult themes and strong language. Example, gym farts, throwing up on gymnastic coaches, and an excessive use of the word fuck. Some may not be for the whole family. Cheers. Hello and welcome to the first... Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I got it this time. I'm Dave Hasty. I'm Josh Betteridge. I'm George Ashwell. Together we are. (laughs) (laughs) Before the lights. Damn it, we need to do that in unison. Before the lights. Before the lights. We are Before the Lights and basically we train, give nutritional advice and treat injuries of actors for film roles. So we get hired by production companies to change the way an actor looks. We're like kind a budget of medical team at a football club <laughs> for actors. We're not going to tell you how to work out. The aim of the podcast is just to talk about the stories we have with people at the gym, most embarrassing moments they've had in our gym or other gyms, changes that they may have made that they didn't expect to make. We'll stay through a little conversation of what actually happens before lights, camera, action. And if no one turns up, we'll just talk. So here we are, George, Josh and Dave, don't know why I did myself last, but um, so we're the three trainers that started Before the Lights, a gym in London that you've probably never heard of. Which is kind of our point, like we tried to make sure no one heard about us for quite a long time, like we don't... We never put ourselves yeah. on Google Maps. We we didn't really. We were a many. caterpillar and now we're a butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> you may never heard of us, but there is now a sign <laughs> on the street. Yeah, a tiny one, on. a really small sign that says where we are. Try and find um, it, <laughs> but don't come in. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fair chance you will have come across some of our clients. We figured everybody else in the world does a podcast, so why not us? It's going to be a little insight into how we met, what we do, and what happens at the gym. That was really good. That was really, I was really impressive. You've never that. done that anything perfect. that well. It sounded really natural as well. Wow, fucking hell. Well done, Dave. Us three met at university, was it like 10 years ago? Studying sports specific, like physiotherapy, sports therapy. Can't remember like the day one when we met each other. <laughs> I do remember I do remember being in the, le- I remember being in, f- in Freshers Week and I remember sleeping a lot in those first lectures. I was going to say, uni. I don't think I remember meeting George because I think he was... Sleep for hours. I probably slept through. 24 hours, well not 24 hours, 12 hours of a day and then woke up at 7pm, went out all night. I remember seeing Josh walking up in the big lectures when we did it all with the physios and there was like 80 odd people, seeing him coming in on his own. <laughs> this is a sorry Japan jumper on. But it was super dry. But from a distance, it said S-D-R-Y, but it looked like it just said sorry Japan. Sorry Japan. So just guy walking up the stairs on his own and I was like, why is he, why is he sorry to Japan? Oh, look, man, this course was a new course we did. Only like 25 people started. And I was put in a separate campus for you some were. reason. I like, thought it was yeah. a political And I was statement. like, I walked, up, <laughs> I walked up like, I don't know anyone here. These have all been hanging out for the last three or four days. Yeah, he didn't live in the same bit. <laughs> so we're just like, who's that guy on his own? That sounds really mean. Yeah, I mean, that was like two days. That's fine, mate. We're 12 years in now, so it's fine. (laughs) You stuck with us now. I remember, what was it, when we used to do, like, interning for, like, the local rugby team, and you'd get, like, just a guy after after the game, just turn up and go, yeah, I've hurt my groin, and you'd be like, oh, great. It put us on the path doing that stuff, but I think waking up at 7am as a student on a Sunday morning and looking after some kids who had banged their knees playing football was not what I wanted to do. (laughs) But... Look at where we are Yeah, now. now look at us. We're in a basement in London. <laughs> <laughs> We're currently sat in the basement of a building in central London. Yeah, no one expects it to be a gym. Like when you come in off the street, you walk into the building and then you come downstairs and it's a bit like, where are you taking me? And then all of a sudden, instead of a dungeon, it turns into 
like a decent sized gym, like outdoor courtyard. Basically entering like a weird, like six form common room. Yeah, three <laughs> idiots. Yeah. Around and be like, oh. <laughs> I mean, it's rare. It's rare that we're all here, kind of in one place, sort of chatting together. Because normally we're at like with different clients and stuff. It becomes hard for them to do their workout when we all, <laughs> yeah. when we all just chip off at each other. <laughs> Who made the analogy first up in the whole barbershop? type thing uh, oh yeah i was thinking about like what like what this podcast might be and i was like in different cultures it's like the barbershop or church or loads of other areas where people get together and just kind of they talk the, the nonsense they talk like yeah yeah the stuff about politics mm. so they just like ex- like let go of stuff it's like this is like our version of that barbershop or our version of that church where mm. if i want to get something off my chest it's in here and it's normally the clientele we're basically their therapists there are therapists there's we're something like, about people lying on the floor and they just start to open up. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but you'll be like, so you go back to okay. infancy. Yeah, yeah, they'll just t- say stuff. And you're like, all right, okay, didn't see that coming. <laughs> when we opened, we had a, a nice list of sort of clients, but also friends who we've worked with in the past, and they were so happy that we'd set up our own place in a, in a nice location and, yeah and the location yeah, the i location. mean mostly, mostly yeah, location, yeah, location. yeah. you and guys are you guys are fine but location's great so <laughs> we'll come see you from there it just spilled out to a year down the line there's now this amazing sweepstake board over there for the euros and yeah it's, it's got good. most of the bafta nominations for <laughs> last year on it but i think they all know each other because well, london the, thing. the acting world in London's quite small. But that's how we started out. Like we started yeah. it out because we had a few clients, and then they were like, "Oh, my friend does that. Do you want to go see my friend?" And then they'd come in, or someone would hurt themselves, and they go, "Oh, Josh, Josh will look after your back." And then it just kind of builds from there. And then because we're we're kind of it's that environment where people feel like they're part of it. No one wants to leave them because they feel like they'll miss out on something. It's like FOMO. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's like if everyone's going down the SU and you're not invited and you're, you've, you've got yeah. to like do a bit of coursework, you're like, I've just got down for one pint before. They just come in here and talk to each other and we just kind of facilitate them sort of acting themselves and not have to worry about people taking pictures of them or like overhearing their conversations they're having. So it's, mm. yeah. Also, I never realised, I had no idea that what we do is actually part of that world. Yeah, like it's absolutely. quite an essential part of it, but mm. unless you're doing it, you're like, oh yeah, it makes sense that it is, but I would have never thought of it. George is pretty much furniture on set now. He rocks up, he's like, hey, oh, hey, Mr. Ashwell, like, hey, yeah, just a quick coffee and I'll get off to the gym with your client, thanks. It is, it is weird, though, because people think sets are fun. <laughs> just waiting. Then, then I've never really, waited a lot. Really so, and especially for us, like, our, our days, and this isn't like everyone's job on set is hard, but, and our job on set is very easy, but our days are long, the longest days, so we, we have to basically meet the actor before a day's work, so their day's also very long. We're kind of in control of training, therapy, and food, so then basically, depending on what the actor's trying to do, I'm, I'm either slapping the hand of an actor that want, that needs to get skinny for a while, or you're like, please eat some more food, because you're just not eating enough, because yeah. you need to get bigger. And it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not a fun place to be. First day is always fun. It's like first movie premiere. My, my first ever day on a set was the Avengers. And I was sitting in a trailer, <laughs> literally like texting my mum and dad, being like, oh, I'm on set for Avengers. <laughs> sitting in a trailer with all the curtains drawn, scared to look out the window. And I could hear this noise and it was like a, like a banging noise. And then like another banging noise. And like, there was this kind of like, I don't know how to describe it, like a, a swoop in between. I was like, what the hell is that? And then I was like, racking my brain. And the only thing I can picture was swing ball. 
like that noise of being hit <laughs> forwards and backwards. <laughs> and then I was like, who are the people? And they hear all these voices. And all of a sudden I was like, well, that's Samuel L. Da- L. Jackson. That's Robert Downey Jr. And, and they are playing swing ball? Then there was an Aussie bloke, and I was like, oh, that's Chris Hemsworth. They're playing swing ball, <laughs> like right Amazing. outside where I am. And I was sitting there like really like, oh, like what's going on? Thinking that it was just super in. serious. It and sounded like it was like two on one. You needed a fourth. I was going to say, gone how up. does three-way swing yeah, ball yeah. work? Well, I guess one person's just watching. <laughs> One's a hype man. Just what, like, as, as a, I was like, this is my job. I'm sitting here. I was not technically working at that moment, but I, was like, I never thought I would be on an Avengers set to start with and then to be sitting and just like trying to figure out who's playing swing ball on an Avengers set. <laughs> Wasn't something I ever envisaged happening. It's pretty good. I once got challenged by Jamie Foxx to a pull-up competition. <laughs> Who won? He did so many. <laughs> I didn't even bother. I was like, you just did like 30 pull-ups. I'm good. You you went, I'm, out. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. out. They were like half pull-ups, so I'm not going to. Oh. I do them, though. So that's fine. <laughs> what about you, fashion boy? Um, Josh is, I don't know how, and when you look at him, I think everyone would agree, has become the go-to man for fashion injuries and training in the British fashion industry. You say, you say you don't know how though, but one of our clients came in the other day and went, he loves his fashion though. And I went, does he? You, I don't know if you research it, but you can make engaging conversation with people I would never be able to. And I think that's why. Basically saying he's putting on a facade and he doesn't oh, yeah. actually give a oh, shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm there saying, I'm more like, when you say, when you look at him, I'm like, is that physically or is that what I'm wearing? <laughs> fashion boy. Well, I just remember being called out to set probably for the first four or five times because someone has just been injured. Oh yeah. And that it's was just like, and but it's also you get you get called out like you're gonna fix it. Yeah. Sometimes you can't. And there's just like, okay, so this person's done this to their body. Um there you've got a treatment table. Oh, and by the way, they're uh, back on set in about fifteen minutes. You're like, okay. And there's someone thanks. standing there with a thing going, um, how long do you reckon it'll be? Oh, how long do you reckon it'll be to like get rid of all the inflammation from a swollen so ankle? Yeah, to I mean. do what? yeah. So it's like, well, I remember the first like four or five times was just trying to deal with that and managing a expectations of the person on the table and then everyone behind the scenes on set and just going, we'll just do what we can. That is where the crossover between our training and the sports side of things comes in because it is like patch them up and get them ready to go again. And that is the most useful skill that you have in that situation of going, well, I know how to do it on a football pitch. And it's kind of the same apart from this woman has to fight two blokes running across a bridge in high heels. (laughs) (laughs) those guys you see them if you use like the Marvel films on their Instagrams or whatever you see about three days of what they actually look like and none of what went in beforehand from a mental health point of view I think it's important because the media probably paints a picture of these people look like this all the time and they're amazing and like all this kind of stuff first of all they have to work just as hard to get there and second of all they none of them like it it takes a lot of effort and third of all it's like we tell people like this isn't realistic yeah, in terms of yeah. how you're going to yeah, look. Person's not going to get there for this job. We can help you get there, but none of us subscribe to that that kind of gym ugh, life. It's more just we do it because we enjoy it. We do it because it's like we like to be. We love fit. the challenge. We like yeah, it's a nice challenge. Also, it's just it's just a good thing to do to train and work out, and it's important to articulate that to people. Because I think a lot of people go right if they go into a gym, it's a bit intimidating. That would stop people from going in first of all. And also, they don't know where to start, and mm. it just—I think what we've got here shows people that it doesn't really doesn't really matter where you start. It shouldn't ever really be a thing that's kind of confronting. Mm. Just a person, and they're all just <laughs> so it. everyone has a normal life. These people have a slightly different life, but 
everyone's brain works the same, everyone's body works the same. You know, training is a lot of things as opposed to just exercise. That's basically yeah, people just pop in. Yeah, like Strong boys all like popping in, don't they? <laughs> Which, well, put into context, there was, we're working on one job, and we didn't realise at the time, it ends up now there's like four of these mates who all live together. Yeah, well, like three, of, them three of them live together, but one and, of them's yeah. a cousin, and it's yeah. just, yeah, it's a whole... And I called one of them the strongest boy in the gym, and that fed back around to one of the other ones, and he came in, and he's like, who's this strong boy then? And then, at first it was a joke, and then it started to get more and more it's serious, to stupid. the point where now... If one person does one thing, the other person wants to do it. So the four strong boys are always fighting it out. Mm. And uh, we'll get them on. on We'll get get them on for episodes. We'll unveil who the strong boys are. And And I think that's what we want to do with this podcast is try and get, like, some of them in, whoever's willing, because, like, we never push any of our clients to do anything for us and we don't expect anything from them. But we're going to ask around and see. Like, I think we might try and ring one of them now and see if he'll come on next week's podcast, which would be quite entertaining. I don't know if he'll pick up, though, because I I was playing basketball with him yesterday and he's definitely at work right now. So hopefully he's in his trailer. Fingers crossed. He's actually just texted me asking about training tomorrow. So this might be, he might think he's just booking in. (laughs) This is the Vodafone voicemail service for please leave a message after the tone. When you finish recording, yeah. please hang up or press the hash key for more options. All right, mate. Hello, Nicholas. Hello, Nikki. <laughs> We're um, in the middle of recording this podcast. We thought we'd ring you and invite you on next week, but you didn't pick up. You clearly obviously, obviously, you're at work. Um, just got your text about training. So, yeah, I'll, I'll book you in for that. Um, yeah, come in and have a chat with us. It might be quite funny. Or, you know, if you don't pick up, you might not be invited back. Oh, Ooh. was that? Was yeah, that come on, Josh. Relax. <laughs> Alright, bye. Bye. You're listening to the Before the Lights podcast. So after all that, hopefully you've got a bit of an idea about who we are, how we met, and what we do. So yeah, let's have a little look through our phone books and we'll pick out a few few of our friends that you think you might be interested in. And we'll piece together a little list and get cracking with season one of Before the Lights podcast. And we're definitely not going to like show the ones that say no. We're just going to pretend that everyone really wants to be here. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100% yeah. of people we asked said yeah. yes. They all said yes. No, no one doesn't want to be here. It's great. It's really fun. Coming up on series one of the Before the Lights podcast. He did return our call and our first episode is my good friend Nicholas Holt. For that job, I was, like, I was like, thoroughly underprepared because I was like, oh, great. I, I never have to get like naked in this and then found out I did have to get fully naked and there's like a three like a 300 long metre corridor that I had to walk down Starkers with like 50 extras in it as well I was like can we please just have a few less that day Olivia Cook I was first up for the relay team and I didn't have any spikes and it was pissing it down course because oh, no. it's older <laughs> and it, the, we set off the gun went and I face planted uh. on the ta- tarmac and I just heard Scott Dawson who I fancied so much go Liv your ass is munching on your shorts <laughs> like that Papa I see you do then there's a bit where I literally like jump off of a building which obviously a stuntman man did but jump off of a building and then run run off into the distance or whatever but the actual shot that we needed there's it's me running, and you just see like my hand. <laughs> I keep on going, so you just see me kind of you like limping oh. out of shot. Joe Dempsey. She goes, leave me alone. <laughs> so now everyone in the gym is looking at me like I caused have her made to cry. The crying woman. 
And, and how right. do you deal with There's a woman away? in front of me sobbing on the mat who's just screamed, just leave me alone. <laughs> you don't know this woman. So I just look like the local pest, like Jim. <laughs> Jacob Anderson, a.k.a. Rally Richie. I'm always surprised if I like look back at those fights. I'm like, is that what that looks like? When I like pass the stick around the back of my head. Count number five. And I look at it and I look like a helicopter. <laughs> and I'm like, where well, did that happen? <laughs> they got the double in. <laughs> they got the double in to spin it around and a few then, more right, times. Yeah. We've let him do his thing because yeah. he wanted to do it. And it was. Also, Jacob, it, was, it just didn't work when you were going. <laughs> <laughs> and Kaya Scodelario. The crocodile alligator? Yeah. Is that a person or is it completely CGI? It was mostly CGI. What we had on the day practically was a rather burly Serbian lovely man dressed in head-to-toe, bright green lycra, skin tight. <laughs> He's been told by the director if he can move a bit like an alligator, <laughs> that, that would be really great, but so Bob's not got a clue see. what an alligator moves <laughs> like. All that coming up on Before the Lights. Do we think anyone is going to listen to this? It's been fun. Well, Maybe not. I've enjoyed it regardless. Well, on the off chance that people do, maybe we should... You know, set up some sort of channel of communication with, I'm going to call them our fans. <laughs> Definitely don't have fans. No fans, not fans. not fans. But should you People wish to get in touch with us? Yeah. Where shall we, where should we send them? We'll open up the DMs to people on Instagram at Before the Lights UK. Slide on in there. We're doing that. Slide on in. Far too inclusive saying, slide anything into the DMs. Yeah. Very worried about what that might. Yeah, no gather. dick pics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but any other pics are fine? Is that what? No pics. <laughs> Exercise-based pics. No no photos. Be careful. That can still include a lot of things. Likelihood we'll check them is minimal, but we'll give it it a go. We'll just be sad looking at, oh, no no one again this week. It's the opposite, yeah. But yeah, if you do want to get in touch with us, it's at Before the Lights UK on Instagram. I listen to podcasts I've never subscribed to one, but apparently you're supposed to subscribe to the podcast you listen to. Just because it auto-downloads them. Well, then, just, it's laziness. So, yeah, if you it's want... If you want, Yeah, there you go. And also listen to them in the right order. I, mm-hmm. I always do that where I sign up and it plays them backwards and I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to fix it. I just go to the start. Yeah, that's, that's the easiest, right. easiest yeah. way of doing it. Episode one is where you want to start. So do we want, are we asking people to subscribe to this then? I've never really done podcasts. Is it like a subscribe and like thing, like YouTube? Yeah, I reckon... Is it? Yeah, no, no, yeah, we want, we want people to subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Maybe leave us a little review. Maybe write your most embarrassing gym story in there and we could read it out on there a later episode. Perfect. It'll be like what we're asking our clients. You're going to do it as well. And then we'll, yeah, we'll rate them. We'll have like the top 10 most embarrassing gym stories and we'll do it at the end. Sounds good to me. I like that. See you next time. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs>